Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. All right, everybody, let's head down to Sabre Stadium as Atlanta and Coach Rick Kennedy give you more jail football for the first round playoffs. Now, here's Atlanta. Up to the 25, 30, 35, and pushed out of bounds, Johnson and Parker, as Parker was the ultimate recipient of that, ushered into the JF bench, but at the 40-yard line, and good field position to start for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. With the coach, Rick Kennedy, I'm Ed Lane. We welcome you into this edition of Playoff Football as the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers start offensively, and after the opening play, we'll get Coach Kennedy's keys to the game. Josiah Bell out of the shotgun, a five-man front and a handoff, and into the heart of the GW defense and maybe gaining a yard, Damian Williams. Off the left side, it'll be a first down carry of a yard, second and nine coming up, and now it is time to introduce the coach, Rick Kennedy, and Coach Kennedy's keys to the game. Wow, what a great night for some playoff football and for the Cavaliers. They want to maintain ball control. They want to eat up time on the clock. The GW Danville Eagles, they have a big group of players up front. They got speed behind them, and they want to be able to control the football on offense. Josiah Bell out of the shotgun. Flags come in. Play is blown dead. And initial indications are some pre-snap movement on JF. They'll go backwards, second and 14 on the way. Yeah, penalty right there. They want to try to avoid that early, putting themselves in some some negative field position right here, looking at second and 14 right now. 230, 265, and 275, the size of three out of the four GW Danville down line. And they've also got a couple of edge rushers. They flinch, but do not jump, drop. Quick throw, Hammersmith makes a man miss near sideline 40 and up past the 45 to about the 47, maybe the 48. And now it'll be third down and manageable for JF. We'll call it third and two and a half. Yeah, great job right there. Just a little quick five-yard comeback route. And he did a great job after the catch, breaking through that corner's tackle for some really good yards right there to put him in this third and two. Very manageable for the Cavaliers. Cavaliers will get ready for a shotgun snap to Josiah Bell from the right hash, takes it, barrels his way into the heart of the defense, keeps his legs churning, but gets up to maybe the 49-yard line, not enough for a first down, and the first big decision of the game is on the way for JF, fourth down and one, and it looks like there's no hesitation for JT Cruz with the offense staying out at midfield. Well, I tell you what, the Eagles have come to play right there. They got some stout front four right there. They're basically playing a 4-3 defense, and they got those linebackers walked up close, almost right behind the defensive lineman. Bell will work out of the shotgun, a man in motion from right over to left. As Bell looks over to the sideline, fakes a hard count, now gets ready for another one, takes it himself into the heart of the defense, dives past midfield, and the initial indication is he's going to be about a yard and a half, maybe a yard clear for a first down. And as you can hear from the PA announcer, it is in fact a first down. So JF converts fourth down and about a yard. Well, they needed a yard. They got about a yard and a half out of that push. And again, that was a great job getting what they had to get for that first down. But I tell you, the Eagles front four right there are doing a great job right now trying to hold their own 
against this big, strong senior line of the Cavaliers. First and 10, JF at the GW 49. A snap to Bell, misdirection handoff, and it's Parker. Jukes a man at the 45, bounces out to the left side, then holds onto the ball before being hit from behind. Down to the 43. It is an eventful and electric six-yard pickup, and JF will have it second and four coming up three minutes into this scoreless opening quarter. In fact, it's the opening drive of the game. Yeah, great first down run right there that came with the, with the wing counter, which is their uh, way of kind of getting the defense going opposite. And that's exactly what they did. They brought that wing back against the grain right there for a good yard, a uh, good run right there for seven, eight yards. Ball of the top right, tip of F in JF, which straddles the midfield line. Bell shotgun snap drops back to throw as time unloads to the left side. Looks like he's looking for Hammersmith toward the end zone, in and out of his arms, incomplete. There might have been a good breakup by Daryl Mabin. The linebacker who was in on coverage there on the far side, but just incomplete, and it'll bring up third and four. Yeah, again, great job right there. Josiah Bell buying some extra time, moving around in the pocket, and that allowed Hammersmith to get a little bit deeper down that sideline. It looked like he had a chance to bring it in. We couldn't tell if the corner got his hands on that football or not, but not a bad job right there throwing that ball early for the deep bar, deep Thir route. Third and four, JF of the GW 34. Opening drive of the game, snap, handoff, Calkins, left side, has the first down at the 40 on the left side numbers, drags the defender from the 35, inside the 30, down to the 26-yard line, and Luke Calkins, nine yards after contact, and JF moving the chains for another first down. Well, hey, the... Uh, Wing counter worked two plays ago. They come right back to it. Instead of bringing it to the right, they run it back to the left right there. And he just simply bounced it. There was no outside contain. And he was turning into a big run up the sideline for the Cavaliers. 17-yard run on the misdirection as the ball spotted left hash at the GW 25. Handoff to Parker, breaks a tackle at the 20, keeps his legs churning with two GW defenders draped over him, and getting down to about the 19 is Cam Parker. We'll call it another six-yard gain for number three. Kamari Dixon, the Boston College safety commit for GW Danville, was in on the stop, but the Cavaliers have second and four coming up. Yeah, great job right there. That was a, the rocket up the middle right there, rocket motion, and he plants and takes it right up the gut. Had a big opening right there by the offensive line, finding some space right there to let the running backs hit. Bell this time on a QB keeper right into the backside of the middle of the line of scrimmage, and he churns his legs down to about the 16. From the looks of it, it'll be about a yard, maybe a half yard shy of a first down as the clock shows 7.07 and counting down in the opening quarter. And it's the opening drive of the game, which means GW Danville 0, JF 0, opening round of the high school playoffs for 4A. I tell you, Coach Cruz is making a statement right now because he is running it straight into the teeth, uh, teeth of this defense right now. Every, they have yet to run anything really to the outside. Everything has been right at the defense, right between the tackles. This time a man in motion is Calkins. Bell keeps it himself, plows inside the 15, right into the middle of the defense once again. Down to the 14, it's enough for another JF first down. Well, I tell you what, it gives them a first down right there on the 14-yard line. What that does is that opens up getting close to the goal line inside the four will give them another set of new downs right here. 
but that's a great spot to get that first down. It's on that 14-yard line right now for the Cavaliers as they're in the red zone tonight for the first time in the first series. Shallow red zone at the 14 of GW. The JF Cavaliers are on the opening drive of the game. And the shotgun snap to Bell. Handoff left side Williams as he goes into the middle of the line of scrimmage himself and gets maybe a yard to two. Looks like they're going to spot him right around the 13, maybe the 12 and a half. We'll call it second and a short nine coming up for JF. Yeah, and again, that was the third time running a wing counter right there. And that time, not as much give on that wing counter that they've seen the, the previous two plays. Short gain right there puts them in second, second and nine right now from the Danville 13-yard line. 4A playoffs opening round, opening drive of the game. As JF, they've held it the entire way, and the clock shows 527. Snap this time in a handoff. Holding onto the ball is Wrigley calling back to the line of scrimmage, and then he's popped back. Not much more there as Daryl Mabin again in on coverage there. As the linebacker plugs the hole, it'll be third and long for JF. Yeah, not much given right there on that one. That was the first time uh, Wrigley calling has had a chance to run the football. And again, that's more like a quick hitter, almost like a quick dive. Uh, from his running back position right there. But GW had no give right there on that one, and it puts him here in third and long. They're going to have to open it up. Calkins and Hammersmith wide to the right, to the left. It's Johnson. It's a pitch over to the right side, grabbing it. Williams stops, 15 stutter steps, keeps the legs churning. It's Parker, excuse me, back to the line of scrimmage at the 13, and fourth and long coming up for JF, and it appears they're going to sit on Cam McClendon and the field goal team to try to take an early 3-0 lead. Well, that's the first time we saw the rocket sweep right there. And Danville had enough guys out there to slow that down. He was lo looking to get to the outside. He could not get to the outside. Had to cut it back. And by that time, Jay, uh, Danville had pursuit and was able to take that down for a no gain. 30-yard attempt from the right. Ash coming up from McClendon. Snap down. Kick has got plenty of distance. It's up and down the middle. 4.07 to go opening quarter. JF Cavaliers. Hold the ball for 7.53 and have a 3-0 lead for which to show as we come back after this in the late first quarter of JF Cavalier Football presented by TrostLaw.com. Trust. It's the core of who we are at Trost Law. Hi, I'm Randy Trost. Since we started fighting for our clients in 1982, one of our primary goals is earning your trust. We do that by taking the time to learn about your case and walking with you until you get the resolution you deserve. We enlist our decades of experience and array of resources to validate the trust you place in us. So call us today at 777-HURT and visit TrostLaw.com to trust us with your case. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Ensuing football. kick from Jefferson Forest. It's a squib kick from Sechi and falling on it at the 25, which is where GW Danville will start. Byron Adkins, as the freshman fell on that, and GW begins at their own 25, trailing 3-0. Cam McClendon's field goal 
Help Jefferson Forest eat up 7.53 of this first quarter clock and give JF a 3-0 lead. Coach Kennedy, your keys to the game are? Well, offensively right now, Danville's going to want to try to use their speed, get some of their athletes in space, and they're going to do a lot of reads. And they do on that play. A handoff, Eli Bridges right side, breaks a tackle in the backfield, then sprints in front of the GW bench toward the midfield line. And a gain of about 25 on the opening play from scrimmage for GW Danville and doing exactly what you mentioned, Coach, getting athletes in space. Yeah, that was that was really just a zone read right there. And, and he took that wide and he was able to find a crease out there to the far sideline and was able to turn it up and put some jets on right there. So defensively, the Cavaliers need to close down the run lanes and, not, and be able to make tackles in open space. Gain of 27 now, an option play to Bridges, turning left side. As the corner turns, JF 45 scampers into the Cavalier bench around the 41, and we'll call it a gain of about seven for GW Danville. And so far, 27 and seven yard runs to Eli Bridges and GW's offense humming in the early going. Well, that was their straight up just option right there, quarterback running back, running the option pitch relationship right there. And he went ahead and pitched it out there. And again, he was able to make that corner and be able to get positive big yards on that seven-yard run. Shotgun snap coming up for Neo Cabell. And flags come in, indicating a potential false start on GW. And it looks like that because the referee is speaking with Kamori Dixon, the wide receiver on the nearest side, about what transpired in seemingly explaining to him why that was a false start as the GW Danville offense will now have to snap it from the JF 46 on the left hash mark. Yeah, again, big uh, big break right there defensively, helping the Cavaliers out, minus five yards on the Eagles. And again, they want to be able to contain some of this speed, some of this athleticism that they have. GW finally getting set offensively. Cabell, a shotgun snap, pitch play to the right side, stopping, breaking a tackle at the 45 of JF inside the 43 down to the 42 as Jaden Glenn broke that tackle. And now it'll set up third and manageable for GW, third and about four. Well, I tell you what, he, he's showing some power, able to break some tackles, have some speed. Uh, he is bringing everything he's got tonight for the open field right now against the Cavaliers. They had him wrapped up by the line of scrimmage, and he still was able to break loose there and get three to four yards. Cabell takes the shotgun snap, handoff to Glenn right side, jukes out of a defender's step at the 40, and gets down to the 39. He'll be a yard shy of the first down, and presumably GW will get their first crack on a fourth down attempt from the JF 39. Yeah, big play right here defensively for the Cavaliers. Now they got them in fourth and one right here. The Cavaliers showed what they can do on fourth down. Now the Eagles are coming out and they're going to show what they can do to get a fourth down play and get one yard right here. GW trailing at Jefferson Forest, three nothing. Clock shows 237 and it's counting down. Handoff, good enough for a first down on the right side down to the 40 the 37 as bridges with his third carry of the game he's shortest but he needed about a yard and got about three and it's enough for a first down yeah that was simply just a power run he had two up backs behind the guard in the tackle those two up backs in the guard and tackle just made enough of a hole for him just to shoot through there and make that first down ball spotted at the jf 36 
And now flags once again come in from the far sideline. And it's an offside on JF. Lining up in the neutral zone. So five free yards for a GW offense. It's already starting to find their groove. And that's the type that'll make a coaching staff really frustrated, you would think, Coach, this late in the year. I tell you what, you know, we're we're in the first game of the playoff right now. Everything matters. Everything. Every penalty, every five yards, everything you give them is a disadvantage to you. Particularly upset, Brian Burford, the defensive coordinator. Cabell, pitch left side, juking a man out. Glenn at the 30 and sprints down to the 29, but there's a flag thrown back in the neighborhood of a hold on the left guard or left tackle that might have sprung that open, and that's what the referees indicate. So it'll go back and negate that run from Glenn for GW Danville. Wow, that was that was a big, big advantage right there for the Cavaliers. And again, that hold call was necessity right there. They may have had him at tackled, and the lineman grabbed a linebacker and was able to pull him to the side to make that hold bigger. And still yet, a Cavalier defender came in and laid a lick on Jaden Glenn who's not all that stout himself, but tough enough at 5-7, a buck 45. The junior bounced back and will get another crack at things. GW trying to get set personnel-wise as Cavill takes the shotgun snap and another handoff to Glenn. Turns the corner right side, burrows his way from the 40 down to maybe the 39. The referee's not so generous. Say he has stopped at the 40 and a gain of a yard and GW now facing a second and 14 coming up. Well, again, that's the zone read right there, and he was looking to get wide, but that time the Cavaliers did a great job right there. Coming off the block on that slot receiver, was able to shut down any kind of outside uh, lane right there, and it was able to tackle him for a little one-yard gain on that run. Inside 73 seconds to go in the opening quarter, actually inside a minute to go. JF3, GW nothing, Eagles on the move, but second and 14 at the JF40. Ball will be snapped from the right ash mark. They will have to snap it at least once more here in the opening quarter. Neo Cabell barking out signals. It's taken a while to figure out what's happening. And now whistles are blown in the indication of potentially a timeout or a delay of game. And it'll be the latter, and it'll back GW up. Stunting their momentum as another penalty for GW has backed them up now to second and 19 from the JF 46. Yeah, again, right now after a promising drive, Danville has started to hurt themselves with a number of penalties that have really pushed them back and put them in some difficult spots right now. And those advantages are for the Cavaliers defensively now, putting them in a second and 20. Second and 19, I guess, to be technical about it, but second and long either way with 38 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Snap, Cabell looks for it on a slant pattern, and it's knocked down incomplete. Wrigley Colling got a left hand on that, and if he had his head turned around sooner, he might have actually intercepted that crossing route, but at last, it's just an incompletion, and it brings up third and long. Well, that's the first time we've seen Danville right there go to the air right there on that third and long and they were able to get their hands up and knock that ball down to help them out right there, putting them in third and long. And it's an official's timeout right now, and they may reset the clock. It looked like it did not start on that play. Referees 
have said, no, go ahead and reset it now. Now it's peculiar because now they are going to start the clock, even though it was an incomplete pass. 25 seconds and counting down opening quarter. Third and 19, GW. Cabell the shotgun snap. He's under duress. Floats it down the right side. Looking for a man, and he throws it out of bounds. Incomplete. On the far sideline, he wanted Sean Myers, but the ball was overthrown and into the GW sideline around the 12 of JF. And now fourth and long comes up for GW and stunts what looked like it was going to be a promising drive after the initial Runs of 27 yards, 7 yards, and then the 3-yard run on 4th and 1, all from Eli Bridges. So on the punt and kick this ball away is Cam Stevens. Right foot into it. May have been partially deflected. It is short. It bounces at the JF 25 and will bounce twice more before rolling out of bounds at the 25 with 7 seconds to go in the first quarter. Yeah, the Eagles right there. Messed up with a bunch of penalties, and that stalled that drive out, leading them to punt the football right now. And they got pressure on the punt, a high punt, not too deep. And the Cavaliers get an opportunity at their own 25 now to try to get their second drive in the end zone after the first drive was simply a three-point field goal. Big break for JF on that missed punt for GW with Cam Stevens only booting it away for about 20 yards. Snap this time, pitch, right side, stopping. Parker turns the corner, 30, and he'll jog into the JF bench at about the 36 to wrap up. No, not to wrap up the first quarter. The quick trigger has the clock stopped with one second to go in the opening quarter, and JF holding his 3-0 lead. Well, that was the rocket sweep right there. And that time, they were able to get their blocking in position right there. Hammersmith made a great block on the corner, once he made that block on the corner and the safety was late coming over to help out, they able to get to that sideline and turn that into a huge, big first down run. Johnson and Parker split to the wide left side. Hammersmith to the right. Calling for the shotgun snap is Josiah Bell. He'll take it and hand off to an in-motion Calkins, who's into the heart of the GW defense, gains about a yard up to the 37. And he's brought down there, which is how this first quarter will wrap up. JF3, GW Danville nothing, and what's been a tight affair so far after one quarter of JF Cavalier football, presented by Troslaw.com. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. Now you feel it. You wake up, step outside and go, wow, it's getting cold. It's going to get colder too. So now is the time to call Black Goose Chimney Service. Plenty of Virginia homeowners are calling Black Goose Chimney Service to make sure their chimneys are ready for the cold winter months. Don't get stuck.